0: Welcome to the Spurs 9501 Podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Here are your hosts, Steve, Ray, Cam and Jam.
1: Hey
0: everybody, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 Podcast. This is Ray in London. I've got Steve in London, Russell Algarve and Cam in Florida. Uh, welcome back to our listeners and all our viewers on YouTube. We're here to discuss another defeat at the hands of another London rival. This is West Ham, a 2-1 defeat. And, um, and we've got lots to talk about here. So let's start with me doing the lineups. So we've got Larissa goal, Tanganga, Sanchez, Daya, Reguion, Oibieg, Ondombele, Lamela, Lucas, Sun and Kane. Uh, Cam, do you want to quickly go through any uh, stats we got with West Ham? Yeah, I, um,
1: basically I wanted to go through the match stats because I, th- I know we've done West Ham stats before. So, um, Bizarrely, I think West Ham played a, us at our own game because we had 69% of the possession. They only had 31%. They had four shots. We had 20 shots, uh, four each on target. They had five corners. We had seven, and they committed 14 fouls as opposed to our um seven. However, I think we got one more green uh, yellow card than they did. But the other most interesting stat is which we – now, I think this, this podcast is becoming more about Mourinho stats than Spurs stats because another record on Mourinho Falls today is the first time in 16 games that um, David Moyes has beaten him as manager. So there goes another Mourinho uh, record out the window.
0: Yeah, he's losing all his records at Tottenham, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, let's get straight into it then. I'm going to come to Russ first. Uh, talk us through the first half, Russ. Um, give us your thoughts. I mean, the just
2: talk us through it. Well, oh, we just didn't get going, did we? We, yeah. I mean, the the goal you've seen those when they land in between, just before the keeper, and and there's indecision. But you kind of think Lloris should have done better, really. Um, but the build up play to the cross coming in was the issue. We were messing about a bit in the corner. I think it was our throw in actually, and we lost the ball. And, <laughs> and yeah, just just basics of just just looked like we no confidence. We. I don't know. It looked like the game was too early. We were still asleep. It was it was bizarre. Um, but because uh, I thought actually the first few minutes before that we looked alright and we looked looked like we were we were coming out well, and then that just knocked it. And then obviously, Easy Moyes knows how to defend his teams, worked well, and really hard for us to get back into the game. They took time out of the game in the first half, really broke you know slowed it down, and, and knew that would annoy us. Um, and it did. And then probably the last 10 minutes of the first half, we started to to show that what we could do. I was surprised that we had 10 shots in the first half, but I think most of those came in the last sort of five minutes of the half. But uh, yeah, I, I, just for me, I think Sanchez and Dyer doesn't work.
0: Do you think Dyer should have headed it headed, Why Did you let it go again?
2: I think it came over the top, didn't it? I, it was, I, I actually can't remember because I've, too depressed to watch it again to be honest but um, there was a bit of a mix-up was it Hoiberg down in the corner and we should have cleared no. it or should have used it I'm not sure but it was yeah just, just seems to be classic ass basics in, in defence
0: and nobody was closing down Well, come back but nobody was closing down Bowen he had all the time in the world to get that cross across. course Steve what did you think about that then in terms of the first goal and that general play in the first half
3: Oh, dear. I mean, I just, I feel so dispirited by it, really. Um, I, in terms of the first goal, I think there was a clear foul on Reglion, actually. I think mm. he was he was pretty well, t- comprehensively taken out. And I couldn't understand why on earth he wasn't, um, we didn't get a free kick there. Having said all that, we, we played around with it in that corner. We can't get out of there. And then we have indecision, a lack of decisiveness from our centre-backs and our goalkeeper. Well, that's the last five, six games, isn't it? Um, I, am not sure we started that well. I thought we looked hesitant. Um, it was sort of slow, slow, slow missed pass, slow, slow, slow missed pass. It was like that. We didn't move the ball quickly. Uh, we almost waited for West Ham to get, to line up and get behind. And then it was, okay, lads, we can now, we can now have a little go at them. Almost like it was, it was training. So I, uh, I mean, I think that the goal shouldn't have been allowed, but I think our overall play was so bad it was so slow and ponderous that we sort of deserved to go in 1-0 down Um I'm, I'm going to get confused with what happened in the second half but we did um, well I think we did improve our game in the second half we'll and get some more half. pressure we'll yeah.
0: come up to the second half Steve but just talk about the first but, half but, huh? but I think as well was, was was
3: Toby injured
0: I don't know no he was on the bench no. wasn't
1: he on the bench yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: But, you know we saw Sanchez we saw Dyer um Okay, Toby isn't the fastest in the world, and I think Mourinho said he wanted so he wanted a couple of lumps there, didn't he, to try and cope with West Ham big forwards. So he went for Sanchez again, Bambi on ice, and Dyer, who's sort of a, a thug without any any punch. Um, and so he went for those two. Rather um, Toby would have um, would have shepherded the defence. He would have um, dropped his shoulder to change the pattern of play. He'd have done those sensible things, you know, that you, you play football with your head as well as with your feet. And I, I think he should have been starting. Aurea was nowhere to be seen. I thought Tanganga did pretty well. He blocked the shots, although I thought he, by the end he was he was catching the um the hesitancy disease um, and being so fearful of playing a positive um positive ball. Um in terms of the first half I thought that what was a, a positive was more of a showing that he was prepared to run at them and to make mistakes and to lose possession but he was going to run at them.
0: What did you think, Cam, about the first half? Talk about the first goal as
1: well. Well, I mean, for me, the first goal is there's two things that struck me. Obviously, the player should have been closed down, Bowen had all the time in the world to put that ball in. But normally when you get a ball in from that side, uh, coming into the box, it's normally fizzed in really hard. Actually it was a pretty hospital ball. You, I could understand if a really hard ball had come in towards Lloris and he parried it and it fell to Antonio and he put it in the net in the net. Some that that may be one other something else. But this was a very slow ball that came in. And I, I've got to put it down to the fact that the goalkeeper that was a goalkeeping error. Apart from everything else, and Steve's right about the foul, we're all right about the closing down and the build-up play. But a goalkeeper who can't defend a ball like that, because it wasn't a fizzling ball, it was a pretty slow ball. It all happened in slow motion. And, And we've got a keeper who, unless the shot is directly at him, can't save anything. And he hasn't been able to save anything for a long time. And there's been a lot of talk now that 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 here um a lot of the problems that we've got is with the goalkeeper. When you've got a keeper like that and then you've got Sanchez and Dyer um in front of that keeper, I'm surprised that we were only we we went in at one 0 down. I think that um they had a much better a couple of really good chances. Um, they, they should have got another goal very soon after that. It was from a Hoybier mistake, but I mean, one of the th- I think for me, what's really summed up the first half was um, Mora's air kick when he was clear through. He was past the ball in our in uh, in their half by Son. All he had to do was connect with that ball, and that was a goal. And he completely missed it. Completely missed it. Um, and I mean, it just summed it up. That wasn't the first time. We did have some chances, but the team was so disjointed. And I just want to make one more point about the first half. I know everyone's gone on about it a lot. But there was one player who um, was playing a different game. I think he was playing with Waldo, as we say in America, which is um, which was Ndombele. Was he really actually on the field? I mean, you have allegedly your creative midfielder playing the Sissoko role, dropping back. He did absolutely nothing. He was. uh, Why did we have him play? I I just don't get it at all. Either you play him to his strengths or don't play him at all because he played a really good Where's Waldo game because I spent the whole game looking for him, trying to find out where he was, and seeing him so many times when he was free, put up his hand and say, don't pass to me. Go over that
0: way. Go over that
1: way. Um, And, I mean, he played a really good, not just Where's Waldo, but also a good game of dodgems because he was really dodging that ball really well.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's interesting because... His body language in the match was pretty bad at the beginning of the first half. Even the the, the, the cameras picked it up. You know, Mourinho was telling him to you know, pick himself mm. up, put his head up and get on with it, etc. But, you know, I mean, how many, times, how many chances are we going to give this Dembele guy to actually do something, you know? Um, it, from my point of view, the first goal, guys, why isn't um, Lloris taking command of that situation, coming out, punching yeah. it, catching it, doing something, take command? He's on his line, for God's sake, and the ball is there. What's he playing at? I think Cam's 100% right. Unless the shot's at him, he can't do anything.
2: I think it's, um, it's a lack of trust and confidence, isn't there? And the centre-back pairing doesn't inspire. So what happens is Hoiberg, he's worried, so he sits deeper, which means Dumbélé has to come deeper and he gets mired in it. Um, and Larice isn't sure what's going to happen. So he's trying to hedge his bets on, okay, well, Sanchez might do this or Dyer might do that. So he's, tr- he's not really having any confidence to know what he should be doing. And it's just spreading from out, from out there. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, uh, for me, Tanganga was okay. He was, he was, it was bizarre substitution at half time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because That's we wasted right. an opportunity. Uh, we wasted a sub, yeah. um, because Doherty was no better. And it was unlikely to be better. Sorry, it was much
0: worse. It was much, much worse. worse. It was much yeah, being, worse. being kind. But going back to your point, Russ, I, I understand you saying that he's not sure about defence or that. And that's even more uh, you remit for you to go and take control. If your defenders are not hesitant, mm-hmm. you take control of the situation and you punch right. it out.
2: Yeah, oh, I think Steve's absolutely right. We need Toby. Yeah, his experience, every time we play him, Yes, we might not have the greatest pairing with him next to him, but we always look more self-assured when he's on the pitch. Um, and I just I find it baffling that he doesn't start. Um, something's happened, and I don't know why he picks Sanchez. He, he is just the liability.
0: Yeah, I mean, just one thing, Cam, before you go, that ball, that goal reminded me of Crystal Palace. Ball into the box, Larice builds it, they score. The same thing, you know. Exactly. Go ahead, Cam. Sorry. Well, I mean, all I
1: wanted to say is, right, uh, uh, we would have felt very differently if Marine – what struck me about the first half was the man has absolutely no – he's run out of ideas. Completely run out of ideas. Um, he wants to um, give us a different feel or, or do something different with the team. So he put Sanchez and Dyer on at the back. If he really wanted to shake it up a bit, he might have uh, paired uh, uh, Toby with Rodon. And I, I think we, even if we'd conceded the same goals, we would have said, well, at least he tried something different. What something on? Try to inject some kind of pace or some dynamism or some, some youth into the, into the defense. But basically what, what we've got, I think, is a manager with no ideas. I mean, with his, um, placement of, uh, firstly, I mean, we're going to talk about Bale in the second half, but after his performance, um, early in the midweek, surely he was one of the first names on the team sheet. Didn't happen. Um, uh, if you were going to play, uh, Ndombele where he was pl- being played, Sissoko would have been much better in that position. Why play him in that position, out of position completely? It just hit me that the manager has no idea, and what he's looking at is that £35 million. Because if he carries on like this, he'll just get that money in the back.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think oh, that's it. But, I mean, another thing is, I mean, I'm going to come to you. Russ, how do you think that Reguon did on his uh, return to the team?
2: Yeah, I think... Uh, if... He he didn't get much chance, but actually he had a lot of space. If we could have moved the ball quicker, like Steve nailed it when he said we were ponderous, we take two or three extra touches more than we should do. It's so frustrating. It's obvious as well. We'll, And also we'll, we'll tic tac toe when a direct pass to the, where it's going to end up is straight on first touch. (laughs) We'll, We'll pass it back and then it'll take, someone else will take two or three touches and then it'll go eventually get to where it should have gone first ball. And Reguilón had a lot of space down the left. And actually, our best chances or opportunities, if he could have got the crossing a bit better, came came down the left. But we didn't find him enough. Um, so he does give us more threat. And for his first game back, I thought he did pretty well, to be honest. I mean, not that anyone did amazing today, but he was probably a positive along with Bale. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Mm. Steve, talk to me about Eric Lamella. I mean, showed some good touches, had a good match, had a good shot. You know, and then goes and gets booked, and becomes a liability. I mean,
3: what's going on there? Well, it was a it was a, a cameo performance from Lamella, which is do well, look promising, get booked, have to be substituted because you yeah. know full well he's going to dive in at some time during the game and he's going to be taken off. He had one fantastic run actually when yeah, I was screaming at him to pass it because I assumed he was about to lose it, and he mm-hmm. kept, he, he probably went through three or four players without losing it. Um, and then I think he did pass over to his uh, his left, and he got shot. At his right, and we got shot. But yeah, he did fairly well up until that time. But you know, you you lay yourself open to being substituted as soon as you get a um, a booking in in that midfield position where you've got to try and win the ball. You may get away with it, you know, if you're if you Harry up front. But you're not going to get away with carrying a booking through forty five minutes of the game, especially if you're if you're Lamella, who is always prone to getting booked.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, what somebody told me. An interesting stat, and Cam, you enjoy this. In the last seven years of Lamella, he scored eighteen goals but had thirty yellow cards. There's got more yellow cards than goals there. So it's, amazing. it's an amazing stat. Okay guys, so first half wasn't great, you know, had a few chances, were. you know, one nil down. Then take us through the second half, Cam. I mean yeah, the prodigal son Bale comes on and we'll go on to Bale. We'll talk about mm-hmm. Bale. But how did we concede the second goal from Jesse Lingard?
1: I mean, unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, it just within, again, I, th- I thought that the, the, the defence was a complete shambles. Bringing Doherty on on that side, that's where the goal came from. That's awful, awful. I mean, just to talk about the substitutions. We all knew that he needed to do something, he needed to bring somebody on. Bringing Bale on, great positive substitution. We'll talk about that, like you said. And then, you know what, how can I completely screw that up? I'm going to bring uh, Doherty on. Uh, <laughs> can't cross the ball. Did anyone see him cross?
2: Embarrassing.
1: Chances that the amount of times he got the ball in a position where he could have crossed it into the box and failed every single time, right? So it was almost like, uh, I mean, this is a, we, it's like a game of chess. I put, I put, I'm putting on a, a, a forward attacking piece. Now, how can I uh, confuse the opposition by putting on a complete oh. dummy? Um, and actually, it didn't confuse them because that complete dummy was the reason why they got the second goal. And I think by the time the goal happened, because it happened so fast, it really knocked the wind out of us because we were all getting excited. You know, Bell's going to come on and we're going to start attacking or whatever. Um, and then, bang, we got hit badly. Again, I go back to the – and maybe I'm being a bit harsh here. I don't believe that the goal was offside. I think it was, um, really wishful thinking that we might have got a our, our decision on yeah, that. I wish to be had. I think that what really sticks in my throat is that the first goal should have already been ruled off for the, for the foul. Yeah. But as Steve says, play to the whistle and they didn't. So, um, I, the other problem for me was that again, Lloris was no, we're never going to save it, was he? No way. Right finish, it's right finish on the Lingard. It was, but if the goal, if the ball's nowhere near, <coughs> he's, he's not going to get a hand to it. Yep, yep.
0: Steve, you know, was there anybody to blame for the second goal
3: or was it just good play? Well, by... I don't, I mean, I, I, I wonder if Tang, Tangy, had been left on that that wouldn't have got into that position. I also think Sanchez and Dyer, um, were partly responsible because I think he burst through, um, both of them. It was just a, a, pass went, went between them. Um, and they, again, they were indecisive. And then we, when we, when we needed a save from Lloris, we didn't get one. So I would say the two centre backs, left side and a little bit of Lloris were the fault of, um, that, that was why that goal was conceded. I think, I don't think Bale had even touched the ball by then, so we, we won't, we won't blame him for losing possession or anything. But, um, the, the only thing with that, it was early enough for the team to put it right. There were still 50 minutes or so yep. of the game to go. And I think that's why you need a real um, leader captain. And, you know, Larissa's captain isn't... It's, it's always the wrong position, I think, to have a goalkeeper as captain. You need someone like in Holberg's position to do that. Although I don't think he's the player to do that, actually, now. I used to think he would be. I don't think he is. Too many mistakes. Positional plays wrong. But, so we need a real leader on the pitch who's really going to grab things and sometimes say, actually we're going to play like this. I know Mourinho wants us to pass it back to Lloris all the time, but we're going to go forward and you drive it and you get hold of that and you start making that ball punched into feet. You do something and grab the game by the scruff of the neck. There's no player like that. No player at all.
0: Yep. Russ, so we're 2-0 down. Thanks for that, Steve. So, Russ, we're 2-0 down now. We've got to go for the game. Bale, talk us about, you know, how we got back into the game and started getting chances. What do we do differently?
2: I think we moved the ball a bit quicker. Um, there was a bit more movement. Bale made a big difference. He, he's really beginning to, to come through now. So hopefully that continues. And he, he, he just, we took a few more, like just, oh, it almost now feels like risks with the ball. But it's just what other teams normally do, which is turn with the ball, try and beat their one man and get the ball moved on quickly and, and create space. Whereas in the first half or in the last few games, we just don't have the confidence to do that. Um, so I think that's what we started to do. I mean, we could have drawn that game, and the amount of shots we had, I think, it was eight in the box, and the rest from outside. But you know, Bale hitting the bar, and then later on we hit the post, and and we, we would have probably—I don't know. Sometimes I feel with this Mourinho team, I'd rather us lose so that we face up to the reality rather than scrape through a draw and then papers over the cracks till it it comes out again. But, Mm. um, yeah. That's
0: that's uh, a really good point, Russell. That's a really, really excellent point. I think if we'd have scraped a draw, it would have just been, oh, we've got a good draw at West Ham. It would have papered over the cracks where the real issues are. But in terms of bail, I mean, what a difference this guy made. I mean, it just goes back, why didn't we do this earlier? You know, it made a lot of difference. He was... When he dropped a bit into the centre, then that means that Kane could stay up front. We had more threat. Bale was picking it up and playing balls, you know, through the side, through the middle. I think
2: the big question hanging over for me, which I've been sort of thinking about probably too much, sadly, keeping myself up at night, is these players aren't bad players. We know they are good top-class players. So what's the problem? It's got to be the management is not getting the most out of these players and the confidence is gone, completely gone. Um, so therefore, you, like, how, how come Jose can be like this and how can he not realise that he talks about conf- confidence in his press conference, but he's, he's, it stops with him. He's got to work out how to unlock the potential of these players and he's not doing
0: it. We'll come back to that. That's a good point there. So if I was just saying that Bale really made a difference, he started looking the player that we thought he was, yeah. You know, making moves, he had that great shot, he had the corner when Mora equalised. Cam, tell us what what bale and I'll come to you, Steve, Cam, tell us what bale actually brought to the party. What would do, I what think the most
1: important thing that Bell brought to the party is what everyone wanted in the first half, which is move the ball very quickly. He moved it quickly. He made he he, he played that role that, that actually got all our players, all the runners. He was spreading the ball wide, and he was picking up the runners, whereas everybody else was they were running and then having to stop because no one was passing the ball before. And if you're going to start getting into a game like this, we need that. That really – he panicked. West Ham they panicked them so much that they actually uh, all started falling back, and they hardly i don 't think they really had many attacks after that. I yeah. think they had none because they were um they suddenly all got into a really uh defensive mode and in a panic mode that once um once Bell came on and he, and we got that first goal but I, I, I just want to address one little point, and that is um so bale has been absolutely crap throughout the first half of the season and now suddenly he's come back to being. A, Pretty damn good now as of the last two games. So there is a disconnect there, isn't there? The fact that he was so isolated and put on the bench from the beginning and not given the opportunity to build up has got to have had a factor in this. And the fact is that how many games or how much have we missed by not having that kind of play? Because one of the only time we slowed down in the second half was when Delhi came on and then yeah, started. to talk about
0: Delhi Ali. I've got him on my to his agenda his- to talk about. Slowed in the count- the game oh. down
1: again. But he did slow the game down again and started going back to the, uh, the old style. And I I I think that that what Bell added to the field was, was the intensity that, that and the panic in in West Ham. And they actually took off a, a, an offensive player and put on someone just to
0: mark Bell. Yeah. Okay. Great. Steve, talk us through the second half. We got the uh, what's I wish it was equaliser. We got a goal back from Mora, and then uh, we was all like basically them defending us attacking. Talk us through that second half, Steve, and the chances we had. Well,
3: I mean, the, the, the goal for Moura was fantastic. It was a fantastic goal. You know, we know that he can leap higher than most other players, a foot taller than himself. But if you looked at the replay there, he rose, he did, like the majestic salmon, and then just powered the ball into the net with his neck muscles. That was a great goal. That was a really great goal. If only he could get the shooting, that would have been really good. There was one point, I think, when Son had put him into a really good position to strike the target, and he didn't. I think went blazing over. Um, not that he was the only one who did, That some blazed over as well. I know we had Bale coming on in the, the, the second half as well, which I think, as uh, you've already said, helped. But I also think that took a little bit of the pressure off Kane. Because Kane feel he ha- feels he has to do everything. And if he can rely on someone like Bale, who's got a bit of um, something about him, then I think that takes the pressure off. Because I think up until then, Kane was trying to do... He's trying to do the, the things he normally does, which is he tries to assist and score. And today, really, he was probably, other than the bail shot that hit the bar, um, he was the only player who was getting shots on target. Son wasn't getting them on target. Mora wasn't getting them on target. And, of course, Kane can't be the assister and the one that shoots. Um, but things did look better in the second half. I still think we didn't move the ball quickly enough. I think... Um, Holbe, Holpier Holbe had a really bad game actually and he's been having bad games on a fairly consistent basis for the last four or five because he goes right back to the defence and picks the ball up three yards away from the centre backs and he always checks, always comes back where we need to go forward and we yeah. did a bit more of that in the second half. I think Son tried to do it but again, Son got caught in possession, I think yeah. he nearly gave him a, a goal-scoring chance at one stage.
2: Yeah. Um, we
3: kept plugging away, but I, I also felt, are we are we going to get a goal? When that, that shot sort of looped over and hit the inside of the post, and then came out rather than into Sanchez's path, I thought, well, we're not going to get anything today.
1: Yeah, we, we had bad. that.
3: Yeah, we yeah. had that fun as well from Kyle. Uh, yeah. Had those two gone in, it would have papered over the cracks, as I think we said. Yeah. Um, yeah. It. It's I I'm a good just good thought, what playing in that team? For the yep. player to
0: play that okay, song. Steve. Thanks for that, Steve. Uh Russ, um that um chance there, you know, with Kane do you think he delayed it too much to playing in the one that Declan Rice cleared away? Could have played it in a lot quicker, I think, could have scored then, don't you think so?
2: <laughs> yeah. Possibly have some but um, I don't know, there were a few chances that we had that could have gone in on a day and and, and we've seen them go in and like, you know, his shot, I think, came in the first half. It went through the legs of their defender, went across, um and Fabianski made a good save. But, I mean, it, it was an easy-ish save, I suppose, but we've seen them go in from him. Um, I, th- I think he struggles when the rest of the team is like it is, like anyone would, really. You could have put Ronaldo up the front and we'd have struggled with him.
0: Yeah. Okay, I mean, we've got a few minutes left. Cam, talk about Deli Ali. How did he do in the few minutes he had?
1: I, I think it was very sad to see that he did absolutely nothing. If anything, he tried. We're one 2 we're two one down, and he's playing flicks as if we're falling. Yeah, it's
0: crazy. It's, it's absolutely. He's in the box and he's trying to
1: flick it. <laughs> it's like it's like. They got a different score in their head. And Mourinho yeah. said, you know, we're, we're winning 4-0, go out there, just hold the ball, play a few tricks, do a few smart stuff. I mean, are they watching the same? Are they in the same game with us? I mean, it really was yeah. like, "I, uh, uh, what was going on with that guy? I mean, he slowed it down. The more we gave him the ball, <laughs> he lost it a lot. He, just, he kept slowing down the wall. And I think, for me, you know what summed up the second half? Was that dire shot where he actually almost hit the back of the stadium? Right. I mean, it was just—he wasn't the only one. I think Moro tried to hit higher than he did. I mean, were we playing the wrong game?
2: (laughs) Uh, Vinicius must be like so angry on the bench. He scored in the week, and he's a great poacher and a big player against their big centre backs. How how can he didn't get on in front of Delhi?
1: He didn't. We talk about Delhi, but I mean, what we, I think I really need to say is that I don't know what happened to Oria, why he wasn't playing, but what Doherty brought to that team was an absolute disgrace. I mean, he was bought, we took off Regulon, right, who was actually crossing the ball pretty well, and we put on to decide to move to the, to the right side with Bell to put some crosses in with uh, Doherty. And I mean, that was an abject failure. I mean, where do we go from here in terms of a, a right back? I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, listen, guys, we could talk about this forever if we want, and yes. we're going to get frustrated. Let's let's take it now to where do we go from here? I'm going to come to Steve first, you know, nine points behind West Ham with a game in hand. We're ninth. Where do we go from here, Steve?
3: Oh, we've just got to see if we can claw our, claw our way up the table. We're not <laughs> going to get Champions League via the league. You know, we may elsewhere if we're lucky. Um I think we've got to, in terms of takeaways, let's try Rodon and Toby at the back. Let's see how that goes on. And I would put um, Tenganga on as right back, give him another chance there as well. Um, Ali's top. I've I've been a great fan of Ali, but, you know, he's a a luxury player in a team that's winning. He's not a player to grind something out. So let's get him out of the equation. OK. I sort of think Kane looks to me as if he's only playing at half pace at times. Having said all that, he still turns out to be our best provider and probably our best scorer as well, even playing at that hard pace. Uh, we've just got to grind some results out. And short of Mourinho falling on his sword and saying, yeah, I've failed, lads. Yeah, get, get somebody. Let someone else have a go. Um, we know that's not going to happen because of the finances and he's probably not going to be got rid of because of the finances. But if we're going to succeed this season, we need a complete change of approach. We need to start playing well, what I would tend to call football rather than whatever zombie array of tactics we seem to use. It's not working, is it? So let's change it.
0: Yeah. Okay, Steve. Thanks for that. Uh, Russell, where do we go from here? What should we be doing now?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it matters who we play at the moment. Um, The the players, they've got to sort themselves out, but it it comes from leadership and there's no leadership. Um, And that comes from Jose um, and throughout within the team and, I'm beginning to worry if this, this season's going to peter out. We'll finish ninth. Um, maybe without any trophies again. And then could be a big exodus of some of the big names. And then we're, we're really back, you know, back three or four years. Um, and, and that worries me. So yeah. I think it almost be, do we get some more youngsters in? Try and get some hunger back in and get some movement. And because, because maybe that'll put a bit of a, a rocket or inspire some of the older players in the um, to, to drag it along. But I think we've got to start looking to the future already.
0: Okay. And um, Cam, where do we go from here, buddy?
1: I think the first thing to say is that Mourinho is not going to change his tactics one little bit. Let's be clear about that. Six yep. games, five losses. Uh, where do we get our next win? I, I can't I, – I really can't see it coming from anywhere. I think what we're looking at here is um, – uh, I love the way I agree. I love your optimism, Steve. About let's concentrate on the cup. I think if you're not winning in the league, what makes you think we're going to keep winning in the cup? Uh, I mean, the Europa Cup's going to get tougher and tougher. We've had the yeah. of the team that we played this week was the was the lowest ranked team of the yeah. of the ones that were left. So let's see what happens after that. My view is that um we. I think we need, to, we need to change our midfield drastically. I think we need to get Bell on there more. I think we need to get Sissoko and, dare I say, even Winks because he couldn't have done worse than Hoybier and Ndombele. And, and those two need to be out of the team for a while, as well as Sanchez shouldn't be back in and neither should Dyer. I think if you get rid of those four and put some hungrier players on, we might start winning a couple of games.
2: Hey, maybe LaSalle so coming back will help us. Definitely.
0: Sorry, Sorry about that. Yeah, um, um, so So, um, yeah, seen- I mean, uh, in, in terms of what I think we should be doing, I, I can't see any, unless we change players and do stuff like that. We ain't going anywhere fast. I, to see us sliding down the table, <laughs> and we're not going to win the Carling Cup or Caramel Cup, what it is. And as Cam says, as better teams come in, we're going to be losing in the Europa League. So I think this is going to be a disaster of a season. Mm. Uh, I, I, it pains me to say, it, but I can't see any way forward on this. And the only way we can actually move forward is if we get rid of Mourinho, but that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's not going to be probably I think it's just going to it's just going to be like a you know like a bad series. It's going to keep going on and on and on. And, and we've really probably bad.
2: put West Ham into yeah. Europe as well.
0: Yeah, <laughs> West Ham will either get into the Champions League or the Europa League. The way they're playing, you know, it's difficult. And one thing I would like to say is I have got the prediction right from last week. I did say it's going to be two one to West Ham, and though it pains me to say, it, I got it right. So. Um, <laughs>
1: Well, the only other, the only thing left for us this season is because we've made Chelsea season. We Liverpool who can't beat anybody. Took six points off us. We've given West Ham four points. All we need left to do now is to give Arsenal a leg up, and let them beat yeah. us well and start, getting them into Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, it's guys,
3: well, it's, it's almost relegation form, isn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah. Let's call it a time there then. So it's goodbye for me and Ray in London, Steve. Goodbye for me in London as well. Russ.
2: Goodbye from the, goodbye for me
1: and the Algarve. Yeah. Cheers. Good guys. One, Florida. Goodbye from Florida.
0: Yeah, so um, thank you for all our listeners and our viewers on YouTube. Thanks for listening to the 9501 podcast. Like, comment, and subscribe. And guys, we'll see you on the next podcast. And what do we say at the end of each show? Come on, you, Come spurs. On, you spurs. You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.